are beaten. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. of the Nightfly with Dave Justow, taping tonight, live from the Comedy Cellar in the West Village of Manhattan, and my special co-host all this evening, little Danny Natterman. Thank you, David, an honor and a privilege to be here. <laughs> I know, thank you so much. This is so exciting, taping from the Technical Comics table at no, no, the Comedy it's not Cellar. The Shut comic. up. All right. <laughs> Listen, Doodleman. <laughs> what did they call you in school? <laughs> well, any any number of several names: N- Nutter Butterman, Nature Boy, Noodleman, Natterburger. They just had a lot of fun with my last name. Oh, uh, well, that's okay. I mean, um, that's not a bad name. That's not bad. I was no, just a I, I never took it as insulting. I thought it was it was fun. Well, yes, here we are today, and you were kind enough to just finish your radio show for SiriusXM, and maybe one of the most boring shows I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, I can't even... Why did you even ask me to come on if you're not going to let me use the N-word? I mean, what is the point? Oh, <laughs> you're just staring at me. <laughs> no, I I mean, that is that the kind of show you want to do? Well, like I, to... I prefer to put a little more emphasis on show business. Um, and I mean, that was heavy. The comedy seller and show business and some some current event stuff. Noam likes to get a little deeper and... A and, little and, deeper? So that was what the show is. I can't fight City Hall. But don't, uh, you know, when you invite... It's, it's Noam's show. And, but if and, you invite comics on, like for me to sit, and there was a psychiatrist and some Israeli girl who's got a big podcast, right? And um, you're talking some heavy, heavy topics. And then I just want to come on and be like, how are you? But then everybody gets angry. And first of all, that um, psychiatrist that was on, what does pernicious mean? I didn't even understand the word well, she was using. Well, I think it's something negative. But uh, she was using words I did not well, understand. No, Noam, Noam, you know he he wants to. Now, which have, one is Noam again? Noam is the host and the owner of the comedy. The seller. owner of the comedy seller. Oh, I better edit. <laughs> um, no, but this is uh, so nice. Everybody, we're we're just watching everybody eat. We're we're both sitting together on the same side. We're we're you know because we're as if some, we were dating. <laughs> some guests, you know, maybe some people who show up. Uh, it's very quiet tonight at the cellar. There's a big taping. Have you been on the new uh, show? Oh, yeah. We, we, and I wanted to talk. That, see, that's something that I would have preferred to emphasize more heavily on the Comedy Cellar podcast. 
But since we didn't get to it, we can certainly talk about it here. The Comedy This Week at the Comedy Cellar is a new show on Comedy Central. It's picked up for uh, eight episodes. How long it will last, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, talk about it all the time on my podcast. Because, have you, you know, watched it? I haven't watched no, it. No, I didn't even know it was on. I don't it's, know what the channel Comedy Central is. Um, I, don't, I don't watch it. Uh, I don't even have cable anymore, to be honest with you. Everybody I've talked to says the exact same thing. And you're, you know, older and you don't have cable. So yes. think about anybody that's the 22. Kids, so who knows? But but for, it's, it's a good income source for the comics for the time being. Yeah. Uh, but I can tell you that it is no fun at all. Uh, because what it is is how it works is... Um, what they do is they tape comics. Do you, what, you want to hear about this? Yes, very much so. so I was actually ta- curious how it works. They tape comics... At the Comedy Cellar, they have like three like nights a week. Tonight is a Wednesday, and they're taping. Three nights a week they tape. Sunday, uh, Saturday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, yeah, they I was wondering what the turnaround was. And then they edit Thursday, and the show comes out Friday. So, oh. so every comic goes up, and not every comic, but the comics they book go up and do seven minutes, say, trying to do topical material, because that's the theme of the show. Uh, so they write new jokes on, or use old jokes that fit into the topic. So this week, the topic was the midterm election, so I Why? did some jokes about that. Oh, right. Yes. Also, um, I happen to have a joke about adoption, and it's National Adoption Awareness Month. So I did the, the adoption joke. It's an old joke that I have in my act anyway, but it's adoption month, so it's sort of topical-ish. But here's the thing. We don't know if they're going to use... And they pay us. They pay us well, you know, to, to be taped. But we don't know if they're going to use us in the show. So it becomes like a competition. It's just naturally going to be a competition. When you've got 50 comics being taped and maybe 20 are being used in the show, and you're going to be insulted and upset if your joke wasn't used, yeah. and some other joke's being used, and you think your joke is better than this joke, and it, it becomes, it gets into your head, and it's not in any way, shape, or form a fun experience oh. it, for me, and I've talked to other people who feel the same way, but um, I got in the first episode... But did not get in the second episode. I was upset by it. And I then, can understand that. Then last night I taped, and I thought I had some good jokes, and we'll see if they get in. But, you know, um, cer- you know the, tr- the truth is Comedy Central has, you know, they, they want to have a certain comics that they like in the show. Um, so that takes priority. And there's other factors, but, you know. Obviously, I feel that way about crashing. Uh, I was in the first season, not the second season. I ended, you're in all the seasons, which I makes have me been very happy. You were in the third season coming up. Right? I will be in several episodes of season three of Crash. That's so awesome. And you're great in it well, every thanks. time. And you sing in it, which, of course, makes me angry. Well, I cause... did that once. <laughs> I did that once. Yeah, but it's not fair. I asked you to sing, and you, you, you wouldn't give it well, your all. And you said, uh, you know, you only sing for Judd Apatow. I understand that. Well, I, the truth is I don't generally sing in front of... I sing to myself in the shower in front of small groups. <laughs> generally don't sing in front of large groups of people. You sing in the shower in small groups. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, but I did sing on the last episode of Come to Papa. You I did? sang one verse of Bad Moon Rising. Oh, I love and then that. I sang together with Tom and Rick Crome in the chorus. I'm doing that on Monday. Come to pop. Come to, oh, he's doing another one already? Yeah. He just did one, the Halloween special. Is this like an election yeah, thing? Yeah, I guess. I, you know, good question. He's a hardworking man. I'll tell you about sure Tom Papa. He works a lot harder than I would ever work in his situation. But he's got a wife and kids. Right. I don't have a wife or kids, so I don't need to make that much money. Well, Rachel and I were talking about the fact that, you know, not only does he work really hard, but, you know, when he presided over her wedding, you know, he really took time yes, to, like, yes, you he, know, he, interview exactly. her and him and stuff and... And that's the amazing part because he's so busy all the time, and then to and then to do that, that for I assume for yeah. free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wouldn't take any and money. And he works at the uh, that show in Minnesota. The, right, that's what I'm saying. The here. Prairie Home Companion Prairie or whatever Home it's Companion. called now. 
and he's got I, like a new book out or something. Yeah, he's been working and, on too. I, I guess, and he, he does these come to Papa John. And he does. He's got a show on the Serious? Food Network. I oh, and, oh, he does. Oh, yeah. like a bread show or something. Yeah, right? something like that. Something with the carbs. point is, is I look at Louis C.K. the same way. I'm like, what are you busting your ass for? You got the dough, just chill. But then again. He got divorced. He might not have that much dough anymore. Nah, he definitely. Well, he knows how to make dough. You know, that's the thing. He knows how to. He knows how to make more money. And I had heard he was going to do a whole show in Spanish. Was that just a rumor or? Louis. I had heard that he speaks fluent Spanish because he's Mexican. I, I had read that he lost. He forgot most of his Spanish. Uh, he has. He, well, he was raised comeback. in Mexico, or partially in Mexico. I was told uh, and his, he spoke Spanish. I think it was his first language, but I told he so forgot funny. it. I mean, because somebody told me it. he was going to do a special in Spanish to make a comeback, and I was like, "That is the if this guy is in more genius than to do something like that in like a brilliant move to just kind of mix it up." Do you well, think he'll ever again? Be back? I didn't hear that, but uh, and I, I I read online that his Spanish was mostly forgotten. But who knows? Do you think he will ever? That's a hard make one. a comeback to the level to the that level, he was. Ooh, yeah. um, I think it'd be very hard to go to the level in terms of TV and film that he was at. But he very well could sell out. Look, he could sell out big, big theaters, maybe even the Garden again. Whether he'll be a TV guy or a film guy again, I don't know. Now we have uh, Val with us, who Val is Scott. the manager of uh, the Comedy Cellar. Hello, Val. Hello, Dave. And uh, Val is very pretty and very nice, and she is the one, uh, everybody, that is making me do the production of Annie. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Mateo Lane is Annie, me oh, is Daddy Warbucks, right. and Judy Gold is Miss Hannigan. Uh, I, I actually never saw Annie. Right, what? I never saw Why don't you just you've say you've never seen, seen Star Wars, too, you mother... No. Why, you son of a... How could you not have seen Annie? Listen, you, you, you dirty like Jew musical uh, Well, no, I don't love musical theater. I like Les Mis... Um, you don't like Les Mis? <laughs> yeah, I don't really care for it. Um, I like the kind of Annie's more gayer. I was in a couple of shows in high school, but I'm yeah, not. Because you sing. I'm not a musical theater guy. You never I, saw Annie as a kid? I never did, no. That's weird, right? I never, That's no, very weird. I never saw I'm just glad that Mateo agrees with me that that girl who, a- Aileen Quinn or whatever, yeah, whatever that stoop was awful, because people don't agree with me a lot. She was terrible. And Mateo's younger than us, so I'm glad that somebody younger said, because usually. Something like at my age, when I saw it, you know, when it came out in the theater, you're younger. Um, I was furious because I hated it. Uh, I was so angry. This was like my favorite musical of all time. I mean, I knew everything because I had it on an album when I used to wake up in the morning. I was going to get Andrea McArdle to possibly play Miss Hannigan, but Judy Gold. Judy fits Gold. the suit. Judy Gold would be well, if you much get Andrea, better. Andrea McArdle for the. Li- I, I don't know if your listeners are as me into. Me and Val would care. About that. Your listeners may or may not know, but Andrea McArdle was the original Annie on Broadway. That's right. Although Val and I got into a huge fight. We got into a huge fight. I thought she was the original Annie, but it and turns out not. there was an original original oh. Annie, which I. Who was in the off-Broadway production? Who was, was in that? the off-Broadway workshop production before it went to Broadway? I don't know how you know that. And I don't know. the reason why she wasn't put in the original Broadway uh, production was that she wasn't tough enough. She was too nice. Oh. Well, now, Andrew McArdle had that. I, no, I went to, to Andrew McArdle was I a went lot to see tougher. My sister and I went to go see her in concert last October. Like, we were so excited. We saw her on the at below, uh, 54 Below. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh, my God, we're so going. And um, we, we, she came out and she, like, touched me. You know, she was like a cabaret act. I'm like... <laughs> Did she sing Tomorrow. 
No. Yes, of course she did. I'm kidding. Of course why, she did. Why That's all is she's she saying. not she's here? Five times. Why does she not invite it on your podcast? Right? She's invited every day. I've been trying to work it out yeah, yeah. through um, anybody that knows her. Uh, my friend. Why who didn't used you to invite be, her that night? You saw her. I, I couldn't talk to her. She was touching me as part of the show, doing a cabaret. Yeah, a but sexy when the show cabaret. was over, why didn't you wait at the stage door? It was too gay. <laughs> like I just couldn't pull myself to do it. Besides, I think I was drunk. I, you know, when you All go to that place, you have to, to get uh, like I always drink martinis there because it's so, you know it's classy. Is that she's doing cabaret shows, I guess. That that's yeah. And the thing is, her that. voice isn't what it was. No. Well, it can't be. She was a belter, so you know she's singing. She's probably sixty. Pulling that. No, she's. We're exactly the same age. I think she's fifty-four. Okay. Um, but she's kind of. She's all right looking. Yeah. She looks good. And she was never a beauty. Never a beauty. You know. She looks okay. <laughs> Grew her hair longer. Looking good. <laughs> I always tell that foul. I like when she has her hair long. Um, I like when all girls have their hair longer. Last week, um, Rachel Feinstein was getting a, st- a stylist for the show, the Comedy Central show, at my house. And her stylist came, this girl Brenda, who has short hair. It was very pretty, but she has short hair. I don't care for it. Dan, your thoughts? That, that, well, I'm just interested. She actually had a stylist for the Comedy Central show. That's interesting. She's I, a woman who's very, well, very, you know, nervous about the way she looks, especially on camera. And I totally get it because I would do the exact same thing. I, women are like that. I mean, there might be men that are doing that, but I, I'm pretty sure most guys are just going to the taping. Most you know. guys are going in Dan, probably in the clothes they've been sleeping in. I don't know whether probably. you know. And maybe I, you I, thought... I put on a nice shirt for the taping. but Do you brush your hair? Yeah, I mean, as much as I would anyway. Right, but you're not doing anything extra. No, I don't yeah. do anything extra, really. See, I come. My mother won't let me do television without, you know, unless they put me in a towel or something. But I mean, if I'm doing like a show or something, I gotta like, she, you know, tells me what to wear. Uh, <laughs> it's still, <laughs> still, yeah, it's pretty. Do you bad. live with your mom? No. Next year I can uh, because it's an over fifty-five community, so uh, I can move. <laughs> but where does she um, live I don't in Florida? Florida? No, she lives in Jersey. In Jersey. I don't know whether I told you, Dan, but I got hair transplants uh, two months ago. Oh, okay. They're just, they're coming, it takes they're a year. Where are they? So what I'm saying is I am that superficial that I want to. You did? I will did you really Rachel. get hair transplants? Yeah, you thought I was kidding, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Mateo knows because I Where told him. Where are they? Well, they're here, but you can't, it takes a year. But it looks like you had nothing done. I know. It looked, not only does it look like I had nothing done, I look bolder. Like, I look more bold than I ever uh, have yeah, before. Because I'm also not putting in product anymore. I have a full head of hair, as you can see. I, I'm so uh, jealous of that, too. You but, look but, amazing. But thank you. Uh, because God, they say, only gives us uh, as much as we can handle. And I don't know that I could handle being bald, uh, to be quite frank. Yeah, let me tell you something. Because God played a cruel joke on me and my family. We're all disgusting, and we've all had to have work done. But look, I I have, wish I was kidding. I, I, you know, it's not like I'm tall. I don't have height. I yes, have you a, do. I'm 5'7". You are? Yeah. You give a taller appearance, though. Don't you think? Do you ever think of him as short? Greg, Well, I'm not a midget. I don't think of him as short, but I don't think of him as, like, tall. I've also also had, uh, you know, I have, I'm self-conscious about my nose, but. uh, I got mine fixed. I know you did, yeah. Um, Did you? Yep. What did it look like before? Like his. Like a dirty Jew would have a nose like that. <laughs> no, see, it wasn't that bad. Greg Rogel, everybody joining us. Terrific, thank you. My 200th podcast. You look good, Noam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
one Jew can just replace another. We're ta- are you doing? Are you taping again for uh, the Comedy Cellar show uh, live? Uh, being this week at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah, I'm doing it Saturday and Tuesday. Uh, Saturday and Tuesday. Okay, okay. I can't believe they do it on, on Saturdays. I would think they would always try and do it on a weeknight because that's where they would. You know, Saturday sells out. Well, anyway. well, no, but the they, 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 the show is a show anyway. They they. They get a cover charge. I mean, it's a normal show, oh. but they have the cameras there. Oh. So they're not losing any money. Yeah. Plus, no, I, I, I don't know whether Comedy Central pays them money to use the space or not or how that works. Uh, but um, the crowd is told before the show, hey, this is the taping and people are doing new jokes that might not work as well as the old jokes, but it's part of it. The excitement of television. So I think the audience probably enjoys it. I don't know. I, don't I think, think they so. do. They they usually yeah, the I've, audiences are usually a little more amped up when there's a a taping, like some sort of filming. Yeah. Are, are you getting? Do you? I don't know if you read the emails or not, but do you getting a sense of that people are enjoying that? Experience? I think they are. I think a lot of people are, and I think a lot of people in general that I know like the show. Are there audience shots in the show? Oh, I don't know if they must. I they must do. How can you? You'd be a fool um, if you don't show the audience. I mean, at some point, I'm even trying if you're to think. To there's very point. little. Like it's most. It's literally mostly. I think the comics. See, but that doesn't make any sense well, to because me because it's quick clips. If it was, if yeah. it was a longer set, they they're could, doing. They, they, they're doing like one or two jokes, and that's it. I mean, the comics. The comics, yeah. When you watch the comics on that show, oh, you're saying that it's they're very quick. Doing their... It's all the editing. They quickly oh, cut it from I one comic see. to another comic, oh, and it's, it's a yeah. fast pace. Oh, I see. So some, I guess if, you, if you're showing an audience member, it's kind of, you're interrupting that pace. That's why you're saying some of your jokes might not get on because they keep editing it. Well, it's only, a half, it's, only a half, it's only a half hour. <laughs> it's only a half hour, so, and they're taping 50 or so comics, so... Not everybody's going to get on, and, and that's I what it is. I didn't know they t- tape three shows a week, but it only airs once. Do they take all those three and combine them into one show? Yes. Well, yeah, well, they, and they yeah. edit oh. through it. Yeah. That's I thought why. they took one night and put it in no. one no, show. No, no. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, not, 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 not on our end. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to edit well, that show. How did you find, <laughs> I was telling David before you sat down, I find it very stressful, but maybe you don't, uh, doing all these new jokes in front of a, a full uh, comedy seller audience. No, because first of all, you're not. It's not doing it in a completely new set. I mean, you're throwing it in there in the middle and you know working it in. It keeps you on your toes. Um, you tend, I, you know, I've I've got some extra material from it that I normally wouldn't have written if I didn't have the pressure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, that's true. I, I have yeah. that as well. And, uh, I don't have any I mean, new material. I mean, it's a little more stressful. You, know. um, you don't? You know, no. Doing a TV set's always a little bit My more stressful. My material is still from the 70s. But, have you written a but musical? But because it's not... Well, no. No, we're having two conversations. Yeah, that's I all right. Why don't you guys finish? This is the way my normal podcast is. It's quite all right. <laughs> Where's Noam? Is he in mourning because of the house? I think he's right... I think no, he's no. Noam is not overly concerned with... No, he's, he, he's, he's upstairs. Well, that's uh, Greg is referring to the House of Representatives, not his house in Westchester. Um, no, Noam yeah, right. is not overly up. Noam oh, yeah, is this not is the day really after a, the election. Noam is not really a big Republican. He's just to the right of you, but 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 um, far right. But uh, the uh, Greg, let me and Dan, let me ask you a question because this is something I've been saying for a while. If do you think, and I talk about this a lot, that people hate celebrities and the endorsement do you think there's any backlash when these celebrities endorse people and they people want to go the people that love Trump and the people that are Republican they hate that so they want to vote against the celebrity I'm sure some I think like, is that possibly yeah. why that reacting. lady might have lost in Georgia or did Stacey she Abrams? Yeah. I think she lost but they're still counting they're still counting 
She thinks she's going to win I'm with the sure absentee somewhere votes. there's a person that says, fuck Taylor Swift. That's what happened. That's why the guy yes. in Tennessee won, right? Or the girl, the Republican won in Tennessee because they said, fuck Taylor Swift. I think that happened with, I think that's how Trump got elected. They don't like uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce and they get I think the majority and, of people don't want to see celebrities I think it's a deterrent. Mm-hmm. That's well, all it's I'm ironic considering Donald Trump is a, is a yeah, that's reality the funny TV thing, right? Yeah. That's the, the, he's, uh, a, the he's a celebrity. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's hypocritical. But uh, I can't know. I don't understand how anybody could just listen to him speak. I don't care what he's saying. He could be he could be talking about helping children, you know, in starving countries. Uh, and but he just just listening to his voice <laughs> and his mannerisms. I'm just filled with just this disgust. You know, it's a, I know you hate it. Horrible, horrible. Uh, your football pool name last year was Baron Trump, right? When I started losing, yeah, I turned, yeah. When I was losing, I went to Barron. Yeah, Greg's in my football pool, which has been fun. You I'm at like to... 500 this year. I think yeah, I'm like right too. behind you. I'm like yeah. number 52. Yeah, I can't, I'm not doing well lately at all, and I've been having a lot of bad gambling days lately. I don't know. I've been going over to the Meadowlands every weekend because now that you can bet legally there, then I go there and spend the real money, and then I also bet with my bookie. The whole thing's a disaster. Oh, you, How much you're, are betting, you you're betting on the games. Uh, uh, on top of the pool, you're actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for years. Yeah, it's a problem. That's why. Um, yeah, that that's great. why I don't have time to write new material. You know, let alone I can't so think busy of anything. Betting. I I spend uh, most of my time concentrating on betting, uh, which is odd because I lose all the time. Well, I got so. Yeah, you know. Then why do you I, still do it? Yeah, I can't help it. I got a problem, and I love going but out to the Meadowlands every weekend because, to make a bet. Yeah, you're at 500, and I think last year you were even below 500 on the pool. Yeah. So you must have been getting murdered. I never bet on the games. I I mean, on the uh, spreads, I bet on the overs and unders. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, just so I don't care who wins. <laughs> like, I just want to bet on a lot of Do you bet on the Tony Awards? Of course I do. Everybody knows that. When I was going full on on Ben Platt for Dear Evan Hansen two years ago, you know. But, yeah, sometimes I will bet on the Tonys. I always bet on the Oscars. That's where I win. And sometimes they change the line based on my movement because they think, because I know the guys that run the this serious bookie, you know, because I've worked for them for like 20 years or been with them for a long time. In fact, when I was in trouble, they made me work for them. So I know all those guys. They think I'm in the entertainment. I'm doing the air quotes industry. So they sometimes move they the line. They think you have an in. They think I have the in. <laughs> but I do. I'm really good at getting those like best animated shorts or best documentary short and finding where the value is. Some of those things are plus $700 putting 100 in. And I just, all I do is go online and see what the critics say, what's going to win and I'll take the plus money and put 50 or or $100 on it and I end up winning like four or $500 off the Oscars. It's amazing. Every time. Every year. It's great. And it, you just take the underdogs. There's always an upset lately. Uh, I didn't want to take The Shape of Water because I'm like, there's no way that's going to win. That's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I took Spotlight one year. That was an underdog. And the underdogs win now, which it wasn't the case many years ago. Now, all of a sudden, all these there's been all these upsets like that Moonlight or whatever, <laughs> yeah, that moonlight. major upset. I also had that they would announce the wrong one. No, I'm kidding. I didn't have that. That would have been. But I can also bet on... Well, Fifty Shades of Grey, the spread was you. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, that'll never be nominated. Do you vote? Do you bet on the musicals that were in running? Like, the I mean, month? I bet on the Tony Awards. Yeah, anything. No, but I mean, like offers. in the in the Oscars, the last few years we've had a couple of movies that were musicals. The no, one I with don't. Emma Stone. La La Land. La La Land. Yeah, I bet it. against that. You bet against it. Yeah, but I I had I didn't have Moonlight. I think I had something else. Whatever one I didn't have, whatever didn't. Are win, you going to bet against the Star Is Born? Well, see, that might be a favorite. It's like I wouldn't. Did you see it? 
No, I've, but I heard. I don't need to see it. I just am the yes, betting you do. aspect. No, you need to see I'm it. I'm not going to bet on the odds-on favorite. You know, a lot of times, like Kate Blanchett was like, you know, for like Blue Jasmine was like, you know, you have to put up twelve hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars. So I'm not going to bet on that, but I'll take a chance on. You know, somebody who might like you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go out like on a, a limb here and say you have a gambling problem. I mean, yeah, we, I know we, we have a gambling problem. We've moved into the you know the Tony Awards. I'm sorry, I love talking about it. I I mean, I hate I hate it, but I love it, and I it's weird. I definitely have a gambling problem. It's been a problem my entire life. When did you start gambling? My family has got me into gambling when I was very very young. They like forced me into. Start, like my, started with the dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> I would always win high, and. Uh, I never get the gimel. I would always have to give one with a shin. The slippery slope that led to mahjong. <laughs> and then, uh, no, my cousin would always bring over a craps table and teach us how to play. And then my grandmother, my mother's father and my father's mother were huge gamblers. And every time my grandmother would win at the track, she'd give us money. So now when I win at the track, I give my nieces some money, which is, there's nothing better than, I mean, it's what I lived for my whole life that my nieces would be like, yeah, my Uncle David always used to take me to the track all the time. Sometimes he'd give us money and sometimes he'd take us right home after crying. (laughs) What about uh, uh, casino gambling? Yeah, I used to have a problem with that, but I've totally chilled on that, so I'm pretty good about that. But now I'm obsessed with this three-card poker, which I win a lot when I go down to Atlantic City or Vegas. Three-card poker seems to be the one to win. It's a pretty easy game to win. I don't know why. Or maybe I've just been lucky. Craps is um, you lose a lot of money really fast. It's a little. Well, I don't have enough money for well, craps. Craps is exciting because everybody's around the table. and you got to be careful because it can go really fast. Three-card poker takes a little time. You know, like you can you can play with like two or three hundred dollars or anything like that. I used to. I stopped doing it because see, with three card poker, there's always a chance you can win a million dollars at every given moment. But with blackjack, you can only win what you put up. So you're only going to win ten or fifteen. And if you had a blackjack, poker is in the machine. No, no, no. It's a it's a a table game. A table. But um, I don't know. You if you get a like a straight flush or something, you can win four hundred dollars on a ten dollar bet. So I don't know why everybody's not playing that, but. Oh, we don't I have must problems. be missing something. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Dave, I got to go. Oh, that's you. are the manager. I forgot. Yeah. Greg, you can stay for a little bit, right? I can stick around a little bit. Uh, Val, value. thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. We'll put together this uh, Annie for you. Just doing it for you, you know. Thank you. I no didn't one's going to uh, show. This is news <laughs> to me, by the way, that you and Val are apparently friends outside of just the Comedy Cellar context. Do you have a friendship that goes outside of these walls? Well, we do now. We're we do now. friends on Facebook. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't count Facebook. I mean, are you friend like you call her up? No, no, not yet. No, no, not yet. But we're, we're, we're getting there. Working toward that. <laughs> well, I said yet. Yeah. Well, now that your hair's longer again, I guess I could give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a thing with me. I don't know why. No, well, we, I just see him at parties outside of here. Okay. Yeah, you know, oh, weddings. Oh, Val, real quick. Uh, could, uh, uh, do you know if the Comedy Cellar is having a holiday party this year? Yeah, they I always have it in March. I don't know. <laughs> Don't they always have they it, have it in, January in January or February? We usually have it in, in January. Well, guess who's so. here? I don't know if we can convince him. He hates podcasts. Hates him. He's done mine All before. Right. But, uh, but you know, I will find out. Three hours a day turning down podcasts. <laughs> Rushman Eve is sitting down, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It looks like he's going to do the podcast. Yes, he is. Yeah, but it's he, an honor. <laughs> Thank you, Val. Come back when you're through. Russ, it's my 200th podcast. Oh, this is your podcast. Uh-huh. Yes, it has nothing to do with no uh, with Noam and me. Oh, it's, really? It's, I, thought, I thought we were oh, filling yeah. in for Noam. No, Noam's over there at the table over there. 
I yeah. think. I don't. If anyway. uh, we were filling in for Nome, we wouldn't be talking about gambling. Let me get some headphones. Man, did I just yeah. tank that set? Oh, you just did the comedy. I heard. Song. We just heard. Uh, uh, actually, I'm kidding. Terrible. I'm kidding. I'm no. Kidding. So we were talking before you got here about that. The show this week at the comedy cellar. You just taped a set for it. Yeah, terrible. It didn't terrible. Work out. You look amazing in that T-shirt. Though, uh, as you're so nice. You know, I love uh, that. So he's, that's he's, small he's, again, he's rocking the V-neck. It's amazing. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I, but I know you, and you probably did all new jokes. I did a lot. And I do them too. I, you yeah, know but isn't is? that your thing, like the election and all that kind of You well, like that, I think that, I right? do too many up front is my problem. And then I kind of, it's the energy's, whatever, who cares anyway. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You want to remember them. If you, yeah. you write a lot of stuff. <laughs> and you so like you to get them out of the way. It, yes. Yeah, you, so you do it can, up front. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. you can't but bring paper up there with you either. You can. A lot of guys can. do, but I don't know they do. That doesn't look good on TV. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. No big deal. What did you uh, talk about? Like, what did you talk about the elections? I mean, I, you like- I talked about Ariana Grande. I talked oh, about uh, the toddler <laughs> Fight Club thing. What's uh, that? I don't know that. Well, they started a Fight Club in the in the uh, preschool. <laughs> Shut up! I swear to God. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that was one of the topics. Like Are you sure ago. that's just not a Family Guy episode? <laughs> um, yeah. So a bunch of other new ones. Have you I seen did? the you know the show Riverdale? They make that Archie take off his top like three times an episode. No. No. Uh, Anyway, so Russ, you were saying. Uh, How far are we into this guys, podcast? Uh, like a half hour, maybe. Okay. Have you guys been watching uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina at all, or no. on Netflix? No. No. Oh, boy, this is not good. Uh, uh, I've been watching <laughs> Norseman. Have you seen Norseman? No, I never even heard of it. Norseman is incredible. It's probably for adults. No, it's like I a, only watch children. It's, it's either Swedish or from Norway, but it's in it, they, they 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 shoot it in Swedish and they also shoot it in English. Oh. Um, and it's like it's like Game of Thrones meets The Office. It's a really? dry comedy about Vikings who pillage and rape and murder. For real? Yeah, and Are it's there great. hot girls in it? It's really, really good. Are there, there's hot girls in it? Uh, well, I'm not watching That's it. That's all I watch. I... It's, it's, it's a funny uh, show. With, yes. with all this programming, what do you give this week at the Comedy Cellar ch- the chances, considering all the programming? Uh, you know, I work every Friday night, so I've yet to actually see the show. I'm, just, I'm not sure if I've heard of anybody watching uh, it. Has Greg, it already Greg has not acknowledged that he has a DVR or some kind of recording device. Oh, yeah, I guess I could uh, have recorded well, it. Dan doesn't have <laughs> I don't cable, have cable anymore. Like I said, I'm, I'm watching Norseman at the moment. So. And, Russ, you only have tennis on all the time, so it's, you probably well, haven't seen it. sports and I, documentaries. Do you mainly. subscribe well, to the tennis channel? Shows, I mean. Yeah, No, it's part of the package. Oh, it's part of the package. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I get that. I think you have to pay extra, right? Even though I have everything. Yeah. Because the, the Red Zone package comes with. I thought wow. it should come with the tennis channel. Yeah. Huh. Anything new in Russ Maneev's life that he'd like to discuss? I wish there were. Juicy. I wish there were something new. Um, I, would, I, ask, I would tell it to the. Can I ask you a question? You, I know we talk about you all the time and the, and the fact of your diet. Oh, okay. And how you take. It's boring, but now go it's ahead. new where you take now three days. You Dan don't just eat. checked out of the podcast. No, 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 no. I've been doing a double header, so I'm a little yeah. fatigued. But yeah. don't worry, if I have something to say, believe me. Oh. I'll say. Okay. Once he's rubbing his face and leans back. No, he was doing that before. I'm doing I that the whole time. But yeah. I'll, believe me, I'll spring in when they believe me. Don't worry. But when I see a good wave, I'll grab the surfboard and jump in. But you know, I wouldn't worry because there's more people on this podcast than listening to them. Uh, oh, that's for sure. No offense. Yeah, no, you're right. Listen, you coined that amazing phrase after the Artie Lang debacle where I got booed off stage when you were like... There were more booze than in a haunted house, which was true <laughs> and a brilliant thing to say. Brilliant. And, you know, relevant during Halloween. So and I was just kidding. Rachel Feinstein, Rachel everybody. Feinstein. Yes. How's it going? Now that Now we've Hi, got Rachel. a podcast. The newly the new- married Rachel Feinstein. You look beautiful. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Would you like to put on your headsets and stay a while? Sure. Rachel Brennan, which I think she should change her name, you know, because nobody cares for Judaism. 
You can't just Brennan. That would be a disaster. No, that's terrific. You'll probably get a lot more work. Nobody cares for Jews. Maybe I've I've told you that since the first day we met. Yes, the first time I ever called you on the phone. He's like, oh, you got to change that name. That's disgusting. (laughs) Well, it's working for Amy Schumer, but I mean. What? That that name doesn't count. No, Feinstein is a lot. It's like, that's the kind of name where you're like, you hear that name and you're like, a guy's like, I'd like to see some pictures before you send me. Like, I need to see, I'd like to view at least 70 photos before I agree to meet this woman. Plus, it makes me so angry when she works on Yom Kippur with that last name, you know? Yeah. Like, it makes me angry, like, really angry. Dan, how do you feel about that? A in, Jew with that, that name working on a Indif- cold Nidre? Indifferent. Indif- Dan, come on! <laughs> Greg, your thoughts? <laughs> doesn't make me angry. You guys don't you know, care. I, mean, I don't speak for God, either. though. It might make God angry. Well, I do. And let me tell you, I don't like when you work on Kol Nidre. Yeah, but you can't just choose one day to be a Jew. You're so proud of yourself when you stay home, Yom Kippur. I just know your thoughts are like, oh, I'm dignified. I'm remarkable. I'm sending a message. It's like sending one a message. Must fast three times a week. I know. He's not so even that's Jewish. what we're talking about. So wait, you change now. You fast three days a week, and then you eat on the fourth. Yeah. Or did you go back to the two and then three in a row? You yeah, don't, you don't eat for three days in a yeah. row, Russ. What if? But I see you always. I always see you at the bar having a drink. Yeah, yeah I, I drink. He'll drink. It's amazing. Because I can't check out a life. I can't like completely. Yeah. So on that third day of fasting, yeah. how's that drink taste? That's Great. Like, you got to get hammered on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you not get really drunk if you don't eat? I think your body just gets used to everything you're you're doing. You know. So I was thinking, like, if I don't, what if I don't eat? If I only have one meal a day, is that helpful at all? Yeah, depending on the meal. Well, it, well, it would be a huge sub. <laughs> and two pizzas. No, well, that's, you know. That doesn't help. Because I really want to, I've been trying, you know, now, you know, if I'm going to get the hair, I figure I should lose some weight. So yeah, have trying. you started the hair treatment? I did it two months ago. Okay. And it's uh, only one time. You go one time and then it's He's already in getting like 10 times more pussy. Like, <laughs> just. Wow. It's true. It's What's 10 times zero, Dan? Quick. <laughs> I'll take out my iPhone for that. <laughs> No, it's unbelievable. The chicks are gonna totally go for it. It's like I got yeah, more confidence like, now. It's ridiculous. It's like but, really weird. Uh, I he don't. Does, does it really matter uh, that much? Yes. Okay. I you know, know, what, no. what do you know? You full head of hair matter? freak. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, it's not like Dave is fat. You wouldn't Maybe understand. Maybe if he, he doesn't have a six pack, he doesn't look like you, Russ. No, but but like but Russ. does it really matter? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, yes. I, in terms of getting. Women. It's oh, you're talking about weight. There's a woman here. Confidence. His puss numbers are going to rise. <laughs> There's a of woman his own confidence. Well, <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't care. Are you talking There's about weight or just hair? There's plenty of men I'm attracted to that don't saying. have like all their hair and not like I don't care. I'm not talking about the hair. You I'm talking about care. the body. Confidence. You married a six-pack fireman. How dare you even speak to us about anything? I don't think yeah, he has a six-pack. Yeah, but I would. I would prefer it. What does Colin if, Quinn call him? Excuse honestly, me. Honestly, I think Colin's hot too. But I would. No. What does she call? What does he call your husband? Uh, PD biceps. Yeah, all right, so shut up. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm just saying, say, you guys are all pref- thin. I would prefer it if he, if Pete had, like, my husband had like a little bit of a gut or something That's because it's I, to say now. I want to be the more attractive one in the hookup. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, because I I'm insecure. I want to bring the treats to the hookup. I feel like he brings the body. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to bring the better. But you're looking good. Little, you're thank looking you. Good. Thanks, Daniel. I just feel like, you know, if. It's okay to be fat and bald, but, uh, you know, once you get hair, you should probably uh, not be fat, too. Fat and bald go together. Yeah. It makes sense. What yeah. what kind of, what age range are you targeting in general? For chicks? For dating, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I'm thinking 16 yeah. if... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really care. I've, 
I don't know. I just know no, a lot of 23-year-olds. Ma- he makes out with 23-year-olds, and it's gross. You need to stop doing that. Hey, they come it's on unsettling. to me, man. <laughs> Wait, who's this? What, what, what's his name? Uh, his uh, name is David St. Just. That was uh, my twin brother, but he goes by a stage name. Wait, remember fe- female 23-year-olds? <laughs> I'm on fire Wait, tonight. Wait, what did... What what you did Atel call right. you again? That, uh, Bobby Valentine? What uh, was no, Atel's me and Atel, we used, Atel was Bobby St. Petersburg, and I was Nick Springs. <laughs> and those were our stage names when we used to do comedy Bobby in the Bobby St. Petersburg is a great fake Bobby St. Petersburg. So what 23-year-old are you, are you currently courting? Well, no, I just know a lot. I go out with a lot of them. He I just, just seem to he, meet a lot more. Wait, where are you meeting them? Some, there's a couple at work, and then I just keep meeting them when I'm out. They just seem to be young, like at bars. and He makes just, out with a weird. lot of people at work, and then they don't wow. really like skip a beat. It's very strange. At work or outside of work? You've, you've met them at work, but you yeah. take them out. Yeah, yeah, okay. we don't make out in the office. Okay. Yeah. It seems like. It, it seems <laughs> like. You? It seems like you're doing fairly well <laughs> with your current physical physicality. Well, that's because I have more confidence because I know I the hair is coming. Okay. It's like Marina's joke about Harlem being gentrified. What kind uh, of hair are you going to have? Can you describe a celebrity that what kind of hair you're going to target? Jesus Christ. Now, really? Like, what are you going to end up with? You think? I have no idea. I really don't know. I mean. Can't they just, like, just full on. Brad it's, it's not going to be. I don't know the guy. I think the guy takes into consideration your age or whatever. And I'm like, why? Just give me. I want something that no, looks but ridiculous. I see these commercials and and these guys have full heads of hair. Why just go for it? Well, that's I don't those, know. Those I are weaves, I think. And are they? Yeah. I don't know. This transplants guy, don't do that. You're not going to get uh, that Broussard guy. What's his first name again? They have choices on the forms. It Wait, says who's Broussard? That that comic Broussard with the incredible hair. You're not going to get. I don't think you're going to get that. No, they have choices. It, it says like similar but slightly less sad, or <laughs> <laughs> hunk, or you know triple puss. That's one choice, but that's very very expensive. Um, I can't remember the other ones. I'm losing Dan, steam Dan, here. But. Why do you have triple like? Per- you're not even balding slightly. I'll tell you why. And I told you this already, but you weren't listening. God does not give us more than we can handle in life. Well, that's what you said. I just don't buy it. That would it. kill you. You must have no Un- stress in your life whatsoever. Believe it or whatsoever. not, believe it or not, it would be very difficult for me. Uh, first of all, I, I don't have other. You know, I don't have Russ's body or height or face. So we're left with hair. Or you know, essentially personality and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I think I do pretty well in the personality here, but that's subject to, uh, you know, subjective. But, <laughs> I'm just making fun. Um, the fact is, is the hair is, is really what I'm, the whole thing is, is, you know, that's all I really have, physically speaking. I disagree. I no, think you, you got are. a lot. One of my friends, she went crazy, but she used to be really hot. And she, she did, I didn't think she was that hot. All though. right, Daniel. Wait, the one that's in prison? Yes. Dan oh. had to get that but in there. She used to be really hot, and she hit on Dan one night. And she was a young flower at the time. I mean, really, a a gorgeous blonde. And you know how Dan turned her down, Russ? He goes, I'll take a rain check. (laughs) She asked him. No, you did not. She asked if he wanted to come over. Like, he was straight up, beat him up, getting laid. He goes, yeah, you know what, sweetheart? I'll take a rain check. I didn't say sweetheart. (laughs) And I don't think she asked me over. But, yeah, it was clear that she she, did. She asked me for a drink, which is clearly uh, (laughs) sexual, you know, uh, context. But... Yes, I did say I'll take a rain check. Wow. I did say that. Oh, you're going to come back? That's um, Where is this young lady now? Well, now she's, she's in prison. She's in prison. But, but she loves Juskow. She was really hot. She, and she loves Dave Juskow, am I right? But, yeah, she she does. She loves Dave, too. Even yeah. though apparently does I Does she listen to this file. podcast? Because uh, That's the only thing we think maybe. Well, we went 
Maybe. We, we went to high school together, but then she ended up kind of like stalking me Just later so on. so hot. Which oh, Jade wow. found arousing. How would oh, that yeah. not be arousing? She's oh. obsessed with Rachel. It's oh. like sexy. She's like, hi, Mateo. Mateo Lane, everybody. Joining it's us Mateo. today. Mateo. Oh, what an honor. Hi, Mateo. Hi, I'm just joining real quick. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Mateo no, Lane was here last night with Kike. Yes, Kike, my is, boyfriend. Uh, but are you, you, you were you're engaged. gay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were engaged. Revelation. Are you still engaged? Or is that I was know? never engaged. I tell you every time. I say, I'm planning on getting engaged. Well, to me, planning on getting engaged is like being engaged. No, no I like thought a, you were engaged, too. Things are confusing. There's, a, there's like a plan. You make a plan. You know what I mean? It, this is the boyfriend from Spain? Mm-hmm. And, but he was just visiting, or is he moving here? He's visiting just for a month. But you He's guys a are month here keep and it? then a month in Orlando. I think we have to Orlando. do the fiancé Who visa. is the sexiest comedian that work, male comedian that works at the Comedy Cellar? Well, uh, he likes to wear a lot of white shirts. Uh, uh, yeah. no, we all no. agree. No, all it's agree. not true. Thank you. Russ no, I'm sure the Comedy Cellar is sexiest men alive. It's true. Uh, we should have that contest. What about Russ Mane versus Matt, Matt Broussard? Who's Matt Broussard? What am I missing? Who is Matt Broussard? He's, He's very, like, from an, like, um, like, not an L.L. Bean catalog, but, like, very white Connecticut-looking. Like, he would have been a great teenage model in the mid-'90s for, like, Sears, you know what I mean? Uh, like Sears. he would have been a good <laughs> villain Sears. in like '80s movies, for, he, you know, he, like in the Karate he, Kid. Or he, no, no, Pretty he in fits in Steel Magnolia. He's one of those guys. Oh, he would have like fit that perfectly like in Sally that. Fields family. Like yeah, the, yeah, right, right. Very like white, beautiful, and you know, like hello, hi. oh right, right. In but that movie secretly where a they, Jew. Right, right, and they. Uh, oh, he's a secret. He always says it on stage. He's like, no is one he, knows this, but I'm actually well, his, a Jew. Mother, his mother is. Damn, yeah, I'd give anything for that. But he comes off life. wasp. He comes off like. Very That's what I wish. That's what I wish. That's why I've changed my nose. I'm trying to look waspy. It's why? never going to happen. Look because, how you look. Because waspy people have a better life. No, they don't. Look, Jews and Italians, we all look kind of the same. <laughs> well, Matteo, you don't particularly look. I wouldn't classify you as Italian looking, at least not Southern Italian looking. I am Southern Italian. But I wouldn't classify you that way. And I'm Mexican. You don't look like, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, uh, Travolta. <laughs> Travolta has blue eyes. I'm not even sure if he's actually Italian. Yeah. Uh, who's that guy? <laughs> that, logic isn't falling. Who's that guy that was in Miller's Crossing? I mean, that's a long time ago. But Gabriel Byrne. No, the the guy, the curly. He was in. He was in Dave Rounders. <laughs> he's the Italian actor. Susan Boyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. But anyway, Susan you, Boyle. Um, Paul Giamatti. He could be from a lot of places. I yeah, get Greek, yeah. Jewish, and Italian the Me most. Me too. I always well, get it. You know, if I only because the first day we met, you told me you were actually from Sicily, which I couldn't believe. So now I always think of you as Italian, probably because you told me that. But I wonder, John Turturro. John Turturro. Oh, John Turturro. That to me is an Italian. Really? Well, I think a, he looks more Jewish. There's just Jewy. different types of Italians, like Romans. You but John Turturro plays a really good Jew as well, like in um, that yes. really good movie uh, Quiz Show. This and. podcast is called Jews and Italians. What do we look like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's he, Dan's really narrow, very narrow, severe interpretation. Well, when, I, when you I hear like the, when you hear the, you know because Italians <laughs> in America tend to be from the southern part of the peninsula. Yeah, like Bari, Sicily, Napoli. See, Dan knows a lot of stuff. He's really smart, and that's why I couldn't do that last podcast. Everybody was really smart. They were using words I never heard before or anything like Russ, this. Are you, Dan are you knows a lot, but he doesn't always know when to apply yeah. it. You're very wise, but like. Like, uh, Gary Goldman put up something on Facebook after that synagogue shooting, and it was, yes, like, this lovely kind of universal yes, message about, like, and it was, like, a sweet quote ah. about, like, 
Jews said, and how we cope. Let me finish, Daniel. Uh, what I was, and uh, Daniel, <laughs> settle down. I was clarifying. And, and it was like something, you know, like a nice kind of thought to, you know, just a sweet sentiment. You know, Jews were, and then Dan starts debating it. Everybody else underneath is like, oh, thanks, can Gary. I, can you know, I be, if, if, like, if, well, gonna, if you don't mind, I'd like to dissect this thing. Br- if you're going to bring it up, can I be more specific yeah. as long as you brought it up? Go ahead. I love Rachel. Um, I love Gary Goldman said that after the Pittsburgh shooting, that the, Jew- the mission of the Jewish people is to heal the world, which is tikkun olam in Hebrew, and he said that. And we w- this will not stop us. And I said, I, I had to step in because Gary doesn't even believe in God. And I said, look. <laughs> Dan will call you out. If you're talking shit, Dan will fucking jump I, I said, I, I, yeah. I don't know that the Jews have any mission uh, any more than anybody else does. I don't think does. it was to be taken literally. <laughs> I, I, think I, also, yeah. I also think, too, like a lot of I times. I said, but, but we're just trying to get through life, and this and will not stop And we do have it. a collective mission to control the media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the mission he was referring to. But also, don't you think, too, like Jewish is unique in the sense that it's cultural and religious? Like, it's two things. Yes, that you could most, be Jewish mo- and not practicing religious, right. but you're still... Yeah, but if you're not religion, the, the whole notion of tikkun olam is a religious concept. Again, it's, again it was just like kind of a nice thought yeah, in the middle of like horrific you're, you're, news. Yeah. But it wasn't. It you're definitely absolutely. wasn't something that was really supposed to be debated. <laughs> I, Everybody else after was like, "Oh, thanks, Gary." Like, what is this? See, that's what, exactly what I would that's do. That's why I like about Nam so much. And he's like, "Well, well, I, I'm I would not do the same thing. You could, you I don't could, know. You know, when somebody <laughs> when somebody who's like not even not not religious and in, in many ways anti-religious, I would say. I mean, he. You know, he, he would probably have big. He, uh, I imagine Gary would have a big issue with with religious views on homosexuality and abortion and so on and so. He's very liberal. I and think, then he yeah, starts talking. Just trying to share some I kind know, words, but it was but he was on thin ice it with came Daniel. Off as so, and I, I love Gary, but it came off as so just not him. Yeah. That does anybody have any? Does anybody wish to, to to defend my my position on that? I'm with you 100. percent He's a big phony, and everybody knows it. <laughs> And that's the thing. He's just trying to get some play. It's ridiculous. And you know what? I would have put I mean, down if, if I saw if that I thing. I would have just put Lane. I'm with me. Rachel. I think he was saying a nice he thing. He was. But I like, was crying when I watched like, all the comments under were just like positive things about the victim. And only Dan took his quote as like the beginning of a debate. But Dan, can't you also just read that and say, well, that part to me, I don't agree with that. But for the rest of the sentiment, I agree with. And I'm I Jewish. Did say and he's that. Jewish I did and say that. I said, I don't know if we have a mission, but. We're living our lives, and this will not stop us. So I agreed with the this will not stop us part. <laughs> We're living our lives. I don't know. I like when he disagrees. or I don't know. For us, when he went funny. online and started waxing about Jesus mm-hmm. or God, yeah. I'd have to say, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I get it. You I'm know, with you. You I like mean, when Dan calls you out on your shit. It's I just, the right it's, thing to it's do. It's just not you. I, I, the great quality of Dan Adderman. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Did you remember when we were we were with the, the podcast and that guy Barry Crimmins was on? Yeah, he was and we a, and we didn't care for him. You know, do well, you, do you remember this he guy? Was, he was uh, difficult in many he was ways. Difficult. We went out after. We're like, yeah, hey, I didn't really care for that guy. What an asshole! <laughs> and then um, we I, we went home. We saw his documentary, and then we saw he was like raped as a little boy by a priest oh, or something. And we're like, oh, maybe we should have been nicer to him. Uh, because <laughs> well, he I don't died. Recall, <laughs> I don't recall it that way. I recall him That's being. The way I recall I recall it. him being a little bit difficult. And a little bit abrupt, but I don't. I didn't see his documentary. And yeah, no. So I went home and watched it because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, like. And then I saw it, and then it was like, wow. And then I was like, all documentaries should be like this, with a a, a big surprise, you know, ending that you're not expecting. That's well, what that's why I'm having a documentary <laughs> of my life. It's really gonna be. 
A lot of fun. <laughs> I can't believe Liza Minnelli is joining us, everybody. I can't believe it. Oh, thank you honor. so much. I just wore some sequins and a fruit roll-up dress. Oh, Liza, I've been meaning to ask, what makes you tick? Well, well mainly hey, faggots. Hey, we have another story. <laughs> Hey, we have another celebrity just joined us. Ray Romano, everybody. Oh, Ray Romano. I don't, I don't No, I don't even. No, you don't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I love the lead in, though. It was great. Hey. Well, Russ, oh. many, about 15 years ago, or 20, I don't know, it was a long time ago. By the way, you were ago. with me on that. I was, we we I were was. both trying yeah. impressions. About 15 years ago, Russ said, yeah. you know what? I think I'm going to. Become an impressionist too. Now, hold on, I did not say you out of your mind. Crazy. You're skewing it so that it's funnier. But we both said let's try some impressions. We both said that, both yeah, of us, right? You know, that you so, were going to become but, impressionist. No, well, we're going to integrate it like that to be for and comedic effect. It was just insulting, by the way. Integrated into our. No, act. but we just said let's see if we could try. Uh, and, and, yeah, and you were Al Pacino, I believe. <laughs> That's Al Pacino. You were doing that for years. Well, I'm not particularly gifted in the. In that department, but Russ had an excellent, <laughs> excellent Ray Romano. You don't want to try it? Try no. it. No. But we'll do Liza I'm... Minnelli and Ray Romano on a Tinder date. Come on. <laughs> but I will say that Dan and I said, let's, let's try this. And it was the most ridiculous oh. fucking thing ever. I want to well, hear the, the Ray Romano and Liza Minnelli on a Tinder date. Like, we're not impressionists. If, if, you, if you're going to be an impressionist, you got to compete with the best. And we're not going to go toe-to-toe with fucking Daryl yeah. Hammond. Well, you got to have it. You have to have that thing, you know? I used to have it, yeah. and then all the people that I did um, were from the 50s, so I was a hack back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but can, I you, can you pick up a new person or a couple no, of people? No, no. I've tried. Can't That's do it. it. I remember one night, uh, David Lee Ross was here. Roth. And, Roth, sorry. Did I say Ross? David, because no. I was just talking to Jeff Ross. Oh. David Lee Roth was Braggart. here one night. Well, no, but it made me seem really yeah, stupid. Braggart. So, so anyway, he was here one night, all night, and hanging out at the bar. Do you remember that? And he was watching everybody, and he was like years ago. And then he went up to me, and he was like, you have it, after I got up. And I was so excited. And then I watched him say it to every single oh, yeah. comic. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, the no. entire lineup. I've heard that. He was taking them aside. He's like, you what a have dick. it. <laughs> I've heard that about Richard Pryor, too, because I remember I had this friend, Steve O. Do you remember this comic? Not the jackass guy, a different guy. He changed his name now. But yeah. um, and Never he tell said, a gay man you have it, because we're always like, I do. I'm impressed. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but this guy, he told me, he goes, I'll never forget. Richard Pryor came up to me after the improv one night. He goes, Man, you got you are one funny motherfucker. And then I heard Roseanne talking about the exact same scenario, like after yeah, Richard so Bernie was just giving me I had it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also remember in the Three Amigos where Martin Short is, and he goes, and it was Lillian Gish who came up to me and said, "Son, you have it." <laughs> and so anybody who says that kind of sucks. The point is, no. <laughs> like, the point no. is, nobody has it. It's a foolish sentence. You know, well, I don't know. I, I kind of share it. Has it. Well, I think in comedy, I think in stand-up sure comedy, if you've seen me Mamma Mia too, share has it. In stand-up comedy, maybe there's a few <laughs> comics that have it. I most can't of think did, of most one. just got lucky. As far as I'm concerned. Liza, who do you think has it? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I remember Kay Thompson, my godmother, and she had a real wit. I remember because I'd broken my knee. And so I was upside down in a hospital. I remember the first thing my mother told me. She said, Liza, call an ambulance. My mother had it. And she died. By the way, does any actor or actor... I bet if you poll every acting teacher in America and say, which of your students has it? 
Then they wrote down a name. Every acting teacher in America. You come back 20 years later and see if there's any relationship between who they predicted and who yeah. succeeded. I, I'm predicting to be 0%. That's good. I'm predicting 0%. Close to it. Close to it. I don't know. I think zero. I'm going to sound but, real gay here, but don't you think Barbara Streisand has it? I mean, I think she's no. Well, she's a no singer. One, but she's I'll a jump singer. in on this actress. one. I'll jump in. Okay, so there, what Dan's talking about is like there's a pool of people that have talent and they do well and they could get lucky. And then Thank there's you. the super talents, like like what you're describing, the undeniable talent, the Chappelle's, the Attells, the this, and that's so few. I don't know few. if I put a tell in there, but go on. I absolutely would. <laughs> He's not a huge commercial success, but that he's as far the as that worst. as far as that amazing talent, and that's a very small percentage. And what he's describing, like Chappelle, well, like as soon as we saw Chappelle down here twenty years, we know, it's like, dude, it's so obvious, it's like so clear. But just below that tier is a lot of people that do have talent, and they could make it, they might not, who knows? But they're good, they're very good. But that super talent, like I agree Barbara Streisand, yeah. Well, Barbara was a very singer. Few. Barbara's a singer. Well, she first tried to be an actress, and then she didn't like making rounds as an actress, so she literally but just well, started singing at 18 so she could make that. money. But would she have made it as an actress without the singing? I, I don't well, think so. Well, she was acting Good while question. she was singing. But would she have become an acting better. star without being a singing Probably star? Probably not because of her look back in the I day. I doubt it very women. highly. They say it's preparation meets opportunity. Work your you ass go. off, have some humility, and you still may fail, but uh, you'll still, you could get pretty far. But... Uh, there were some I TV remember, shows I she was yeah, but on that's, that in, she, that's in the lower, not not low, but a high tier, but that A tier where it's undeniable, like like that kind of talent. Like, I think name that, a singer that has that kind of like, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, like yeah, that's a great example. Well, that's I think a great example. Some that, like, voice, yeah, the some just, voices will blow everyone away. Or just artists that are not going to be stopped. Or somebody like that, like, right? That's, Would that, you count that's that, what. Or? That's what. Oh, isn't that kind of like what you're describing? Uh, well, but, I and think then below that, it's hard to predict. Yes. Ozzy Osbourne, obviously. I think that there's uh, some people who uh, who have appeal, who have character, who have um, pizzazz. <laughs> but um, I think there's very few people who truly like. Who, I think that they're like Michael Jackson. Okay, yeah, Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just not going to be stopped. I, right, th- I right. think I think music. Pro- if I had Although, to guess, he should have been stopped. Dan wants to bring it back to his own specific bitterness about no. comedy. That's what's I, happening right now. I think well, music. This is a conversation Rachel. Dan wants to have every day. No, I'm well, talking, about, talking about music. I think musicians are different. I do think, and I may be completely wrong, but I do think uh, music people the the. I, the, the 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 extreme talent in music is far higher than the extreme talent in acting. I disagree. I'll Chappelle wasn't oh, going to be stopped. Say, Chappelle true, true. was amazing. I, I think he could have been stopped. Oh, this is what I think. I think that all singing, acting, comedy, dancing—it all stems from the same place: the need to express. Well, I'm not talking about singing. I'm talking no, about no, no. music. But I'm telling you, music, all of it. I think if you could, if let, you, no, 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 no. let him finish, Daniel. All, all forms of art <laughs> come from the same place. Mm. We may look at them as different things. Oh, that guy's doing music well he's singing well he's playing this well, he's doing that guy does stand-up well he does improv all of it whatever you pick whatever you pick whatever medium you pick okay. to express that need doesn't make a difference what happens is that special thing inside that is the need to express yourself which we can but call it, talent yeah that is what is incredibly rare and that is what i think i think well, they Mateo, are let me ask you a question Mateo, let me ask you a question you go to the comedy cell, you see a bunch of comedians, you see the super famous comedians, and you see the less famous comedians. Everybody's killing roughly the same, wouldn't you say? I don't know if I it's mean, about killing. It, I think it's about what attracts a person to what. But you, you, what but is the, the point is, I mean, you see comics every night at the comedy cellar that are great comics that are not famous. But could you imagine walking into like a little 
a little bar, and you see, and, and you two is up there going, and I still, and then they follow it up with with or without you, with 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 one, with the bad, with New Year's. I mean, it's so, or or the Stones. You just go, yeah, this is bad. I don't know why they didn't make it. They got these great songs, satisfaction, sympathy for the devil. As time goes by. You know, start me up. What Dan wants I mean, you, you to think, say is, I'm trying to say, and these are songs by the say, Rolling Stones. You say, blows. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> that's what I'm trying Evidently. to say. Dan just wants you to tell him that he deserves to make more money no. than Joe Coy. That's no. what he wants oh, to hear what right I'm trying now. To he say should have made more money than Joe Coy this year. I may be right. Way. I may be wrong. But the disparity seems far greater between the Rolling Stones and a Garage Band than between a. Louis C.K. and a really, really good well, comic that you've I never heard of. I that think point. you're missing the point. point. I think he's missing the point. He is I missing the point, but what about if you, um, like in the old days, but before Rush, people do you got... you believe you agree with me roughly on that? I do. Before people because got music afraid... Can, music can, has a broader... Uh, you can go to a level that's Whatever much higher. Whatever happens I mean, from the expression doesn't change the, is there the a comic actual talent. that you would say is at the Beatles level in terms of their genius? I say no. In terms of their genius? I say no. I think Jessica Kearse, she's up there. You, you, that's a t- that's no. I think that's an unbelievable. <laughs> this guy is hysterical. That is and and the way she acts, talks, moves, her jokes, the impre- everything. You're I think only that- saying that because she's supposed to be here in a couple minutes, right? I mean, is she? Is she oh. Is oh, Jessica Kirsten <laughs> is a dear friend and a tremendous talent, and you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> What about? I know. I really do think that there are comedic talents. No, she's that, terrific. I, just think it's, I think we're. And she's got an interesting. Uh, an interesting act too. Like, are we done with this or what? What's going on? Oh, sure. You are we done with it? You can. No be offense. Uh, oh, do you want no, me to go? <laughs> no, go ahead. You can go. I just no, 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 I can leave at any point. No, I just no, 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 okay. No. You you can go. You no, can. I'm just curious how much longer you have. I, don't I, don't I just feel like hanging out. Oh, okay. No, there's no time. And I'm not saying that because Jessica's not talented. I'm saying the Beatles do. I think that music just has a different. I think music does Have something. Have you listened uh, to Sergeant Pepper? I think it affects people differently <laughs> than comedy does. I don't think it's the same. People go think, back to music for nostalgia, where they don't go back to comedy. But the I same feel way. like years ago, before like everything got saturated on television, you used to go see a comedian to see him do His the act. bits you wanted to see. Yeah. I was just talking about Robert Klein last week because um, I was talking about the Little Rascals and how Bill what? Cosby. Yeah, I was talking about the Little Rascals and how Bill Cosby banned them because he thought it was racist. Oh, and God. how my skew on it was that I thought it was like showing that blacks and whites got along really well, and I never thought about it as being racist. And um, I was surprised that he thought it was. But then um, Robert Klein does this great old bit that I remember wanting to go see, it, you know, the, of him doing this Little Rascals bit and doing the music and everything. And I was so excited to see him do it. Yeah. And then coming out like a musician and be like, oh, I can't believe he did the Little Rascals But then would bit. you want to see it more than once live? If every time you went and saw Cosby, would you want to hear the Little Rascals bit? Maybe. I don't, you well, that's the way wouldn't. it used to be. Yeah, Jessica likes this is the, before, you know, the classic hits. It was hits. saturated I mean, he's, with He's talks television. about Pretty in Pink almost every day. He's, he's She's right. Lost. That's the thing. I like repeats yeah. and repeats. I'm like a child. What's really funny is when he tries to do it on stage in front of like a bridge and tunnel crowd at Caroline's. I, I, last Friday, <laughs> I watched Notting like Hill again. in their early 20s. And uh. Jessica was like, now remember that scene when Ducky... <laughs> And they're so angry. I wish he was kidding, These but furious that's Puerto Rican couples. That's why they won't let me play I, here anymore. I've I, seen that. Uh, per- yeah, you've seen it live. Yeah. yeah. Multiple times, too. Even to tell once um, when uh, I was doing something from that thing you do. <laughs> and he goes, it's a pretty funny bit, but can't you pick something, you know, a little like current? And I'm like, no, no, that is, that's my current you know, bit. That's wow. only from 15 years ago. Wow. My other bits are from the 80s. 
Uh, yeah. Rachel is leaving. Uh, Russ right. looks like he's getting ready to leave. That's all right. But we, I know. I got to go home. I just wanted to say hi. We well. well. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. We're privileged to have Russ because he hates podcasting. Hates podcasting. I know. I know. I appreciate uh, it, Russ, so much. He's, he's, he's like been kind enough to do my podcast. Russ has been, so I'm glad said that he spends most of his day avoiding avoiding podcasts. All right, Mateo, the, um, I know you got to go. Um, December 3rd, you and I are doing our Christmas Spectacular right yes. here together. Yes. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Jessica, Jessica Curson's on the show. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Marina Franklin. Thank God. What are you going to do about that? Thank God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Melissa Villasenor. Oh, she's York. doing Thank I you text so her. Much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I emailed her, but she didn't email back. Is that bad? She's still no, in she's right busy. So you're going <laughs> home? I'm well, she's gonna... busy doing Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Saturday so, Night Live. Yeah. No, no, I was going to get something to eat. Right, by the way, just wait one thing. Did you see her on Saturday Night Live on Saturday? No. When she did this amazing character of every girl that's ever been convicted or tried to murder you. Yeah. I have to watch it. I haven't seen it Fantastic. yet. Fantastic. She's unbelievable. Yeah, she really is. And terrific. a great singer. Oh, is that right? Yes. Great oh, well, singer. We should bring her in. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye, Mateo. Bye, Dan. See you, Bye, Mateo. Bye, Matizzle. Well, I guess we can uh, wrap up. I don't. I really don't want to. I just like doing it. What time, how much time have we been doing? Uh, well, I think we've been at it. Yeah, it's almost an hour. Almost an hour, yeah. And I know you already did one before. I just how like talking. What do you usually do? Like an hour and 20. Hour 20? Yeah. But it's fun. I'm having a good time. Let's. How about we talk about these three topics that I have today? The Boy Scouts changed their name today to oh, you Scouts. Want to the news. Yeah, the news changed their name to Scouts, and the Girl Scouts are suing. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, why, why are women allowed to just fucking like if the reverse happened, there would be uproar. I know. I was yeah. thinking the same thing, and they just want to like they and they they're going to let girls join. The Scouts, because they're not called Boy Scouts anymore, but yet the Girl Scouts are complaining. Well, meanwhile, what they should be complaining about is the fact that their cookies should be fattening. They're trying to make them, like, all nice and kind, but if you're selling something once a year, you should make it fattening and delicious. Thank you. Well, I don't disagree with you about the cookies. And as far as... I was never a... I was a Cub Scout for about a week. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for the, Cub, the Boy Scouts because I didn't want to hang around with a bunch of boys. I wanted to hang out with girls. And um, I got lucky because my mother kept sending me to Hebrew school instead, which was with all the girls because all the guys were in Boy Scouts, so I went different days. So I used to hang out with the girls, which was good. I think it was, um, or maybe bad, I don't know. Maybe they all thought I was gay, and maybe, that, maybe that's why I'm not married. No, I think you're not married for a number of reasons, but little to do with people thinking you're gay. Um, uh, you probably could have married Jen Dollard. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Or, uh, or Virginie, what's her name, Genevieve? Eugenie. No, no, never her. No. Sharon Houston? <laughs> sure, Sharon Houston. I still talk. You know, Sharon Houston's doing, she's winning the football pool in our uh, football pool this week. She's she's hilarious, but, um, you know, she's a great she's girl. a dear old friend. A dear old friend, still really pretty, looking good. Joe, can you sit down? Sure. Great. Joe Mackey, everybody. What a night. Joe the 200th. Man, man, this is it's crazy. It's impossible to not smile. <laughs> Russ, Within two Danny. seconds of being around Joe Maggie, you're, I, you have I a agree. smile on your face you're immediately. You're so right. And that's why I always think he's up to something. Oh, like almost maybe. Andy Kaufman-like. I'll tell you why. <laughs> maybe I am. Because he makes more money than your father, <laughs> and that's why. Everybody makes more money than my father. Um, did you already do the set already? No, I've I got it around practicing. the corner. I did. Uh, I tried out a few of the new jokes downstairs to mixed reviews, but oh. you just need a few of them to land, and I wrote a whole bunch. So. Well, we liked three of them, me hey. and Val, when we heard them before. Well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> also, I think it's it's easier to read a new joke out of your notebook than it is to tell it from memory when you don't have it down we yet. We were just talking about that, that yeah. Greg and Dan were saying Part when of they the did challenge. the show. Yeah. Part of the challenge. I think they almost like it a little bit because the audience knows that it's for a show and they're... 
they're getting to hear they know? Do they know? It depends if the MC, who MC tonight? Ray Allen. He usually tells. Does he tell them? Okay. Well, yeah. isn't it? It's his show, right? I bombed anyways. He, uh, uh, it's well, he's a producer on the show. Okay. I wouldn't say it's his show necessarily, but he's <laughs> he's a producer on the show and a, and a hardworking one and doing a good job, I think. I'm glad you're on. When do you guys do? do you, you're still doing your podcast, right? But you do it on Mondays. We do it whenever Sam and Phil are gone a lot. I They're know. That's for, why I was like, when was the last time you did one? We did one whenever we can get them together. We did one last. We did two last week, so we could have. Oh. Have one. Uh, well, that's what we do. We try to backlog a few when they're because they're uh, opening for Aziz a lot. So they're uh, all over the country. Them? Yeah, they're in Texas. Oh, that's Sam right just now. told me today because he was supposed to be on the show tonight, right? I, tell you, I yes, never got Sam. on the opening act bandwagon. That's just a wonderful source of income. Oh, you'd like to? Yeah, because it's easy, it's easy money for a big act. Yeah, I'll get you on somewhere. They never wanted me. I can't. You I find that very difficult never to believe. You never wanted me. You opened never for Louie, didn't you? No, no, no. no. Oh. Dan they, and Adamant never got a dinner. <laughs> never got a dinner. <laughs> he actually asked me once, and the one time I couldn't do it, but but uh, no, I never did. Rats. But it's like Rats. it's easy. You do like 20 minutes, a great crowd, you get a decent paycheck. You're with a buddy. You're with friends. Yeah. Oh, I it's don't great. It seems to me like you'd be a perfect yeah. opener. <laughs> travel. That's easy. The travel it, accommodations it are usually much better, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot better than being at a, on a, at a club for a whole weekend. No pressure on the numbers in the audience. No, oh, good Lord. Yeah. No disappointed club manager. <laughs> the second show's going to be a little light. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. Hey, we're pulling the curtain. <laughs> yeah, it sounded I it's a great. I didn't say goodbye properly, and I oh, felt okay. guilt. So oh, I just want to say that uh, right. I love David Juskow. Thank you, Rachel. Opening David for a big Nathan act. Juskow. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Opening for a big Bye, act sounds, sounds to me like the best gig possible. I, I don't say it's almost better than being the, the, the act. Dan, it's headline. really not that big a deal. I've opened for lots of people, and I'm great at it. And uh, It's not even a matter of being great. I was just seeing if Russell was going to say anything. Well, you don't want to be seen, great. He's seen me get booed off stage. I've seen that. <laughs> oh, you're right. You opened for Artie, Artie Lang. Not just Artie. Lots of people. Do you ever well, work with... Your... Well, I opened for Sarah in Toronto. Well, her crap like, probably liked like you. A, they were polite to me. Okay. Attell, you opened for Attell, don't yes, you? Yes, I've opened for Attell before, too. But that's when I was a little better. I might have had some material from... Maybe not. I, maybe the '80s more than the '70s. I don't know if you, you know. heard about this, uh, uh, Dave. But Rebel Wilson apparently had to apologize <laughs> for saying she was the first plus-size rom-com star in the film. Isn't it romantic? Yeah. Why did she apologize for that? She was a, because she's an idiot, and everybody's too PC, and they're retarded. And yes, I'm using the word retarded. And this girl has to apologize because she said she was the first plus, and then like all the other plus ones were like. Like, what is it, Monique? Well, and but Ricky Lake, Queen Latifah, and Monique Lake. called would, her out. Why would you want to that's call a, somebody out? That's I'm a, fatter than you are. That's a compliment. I didn't even see them as plus-size I know. models. I In was fact, thinking the same thing. Well, I don't think Plus-size rom-com uh, stars. Rom-com stars, yeah. I, I would not want to call somebody out and be like, I, I would just keep my mouth shut. What about Wendy Jo Sperber? Oh, she was amazing. In her day. But that was a sitcom. It, well, yeah, but she was also in Back to the Future. I think she was, yeah. yeah. she played the daughter Another of Back, Back to the Future, future reference to I know. Me. I know. Do you know her? I picture you knowing her. No. Wendy jo- the I poor thing, she died of cancer. Just like Larry from Three's Company. You know? She died. She died. Wendy Jo Sperber, yeah. Who she did? did? I'm pretty sure. Spielberg Wait, hold loved on. her. Wendy hold Jo Sperber. The sister from Back to the Future? Yeah. Lorraine? She's dead. No, 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 no the sister. Not Lorraine. She was in all those uh, like like those character parts she, in the 80s. Spielberg loved her. He used her in 1941 why is she and dead? stuff. Yeah, why? Cancer. And she was in Bosom Buddies. 
I um, loved her. Yeah, I did too. And and then remember that um, Marty McFly has a scene like, what the hell is this? Dan, you're really going to hurt my head. Wendy <laughs> Joe Sperber, September 15th, 1958 to November 29th, 2005. Oh my, oh my God. God. She died like years ago. Yeah, she's been gone a long time. Wow, she's gr- she, she was She great. was uh, known for performances, I Want to Hold Your Hand, Bachelor Party, Back to the Future, hand, right. Bosom Buddies, Private Benjamin. right? Uh, it doesn't say that she on was the in Private first Benjamin? Par- paragraph, but it could be. Wow. Spielberg, How old she, when she died, Dan? She was only 40, 47. 47, wow. And then she played the sister in back. That's the thing. How did she get all those? Uh, died breast cancer, a metastatic breast cancer. Wow. That's what I like when he goes like, Marty, I always wear a suit to the office. But oh. you know what? It's a Saturday. <laughs> you just ruined What's my night. What's that all about? I'm sorry. Yeah, but she's been really... gone for over 10 <laughs> I know, years. I but though. I liked her. Well, Did you, you know liked her so Saturday? much you had no idea she had died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't so know either. Cla- I always that liked her too. That is fucking signature Dan Adderman line. <laughs> signature. So, so it's the Gary Goldman thing all over again. He goes right for the jugular. <laughs> hey, you liked her so much she, she, she's been dead for it. You don't even fucking... I just well, don't I keep think... track of that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I did, that's so weird. And she died such a long time ago we had no yeah. idea. It's weird that people try to force an apology because you can't force... That's what he was doing for Gary Goldman when he said... Uh, I don't care for those Jewish people. That uh, what was it again? That uh, you were trying to force an apology from him? Weren't no, you? I wasn't trying to force an apology. I just, in a nice way, mentioned that I don't agree that there's this, the Jewish people have a mission because that's a religious notion, and I'm not religious. Well, I'm very religious, and I understand. And I and I understand that Gary meant it perhaps in a less literal, more spiritual way. I think he was just looking for publicity. We all know Gary Goldman's a, a you know he's a player. He's a big phony. And, now, Gary uh, Goldman is probably one of the least phony people there is. Uh, let me tell you something. That guy's a huge phony, and uh, sooner <laughs> or later he's going to be called out for it. You called him out just like he was doing. I didn't even call him out. Let's I just, face it. A slight way Goldman! Jessica, <laughs> can you track your listeners on this? How many people are listening to this? Three or four, I guess. <laughs> Has he ever tried to track the numbers? And no, find how do you them? do that? I don't know. Dan would know. Is this live? No. 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 Oh. No, but um, I mean, I have, I have some very faithful listeners that are very nice. Uh, yeah. Jessica Pilot's mom. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> that's all I know. Hi, Jessica's mostly. mom. <laughs> she doesn't listen and when I have guests. And if anyone disagrees with me on the music versus comedy comparison, I'm happy to hear a reasoned argument. Can I, I hear always... it? I, I didn't. I, wasn't, I was uh, not here for that. Tell them again. Very just briefly, <laughs> I just somehow feel that music, the disparity between... <laughs> Famous musicians and g- people you've never heard of. We're talking about people that have it. Are, are, is greater in music than it is in stand-up. In stand-up, you go to the comedy cellar, Aziz is killing. Then you go up and you kill just as hard. He's usually famous. You're not famous. What's the fucking difference? There's familiarity <laughs> in music where it's people want to hear the songs they've already, they know. That's what he was but you saying. put the yeah. Beatles next to you know your average band that's playing out at some bar somewhere. And you, the difference, I would think, would would be much more stark. Now, maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe I'm just not appreciating the brilliance of the garage band. I think a lot of people can reproduce other people's songs well. I think the genius in music is writing the well, songs. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. And I, I put that far above stand-up comedy, but maybe I'm wrong in doing so. Well, if Rachel was I here, I think she that would... stand-up comedians are better, and we should be paid as such. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can fill Russ, a stadium, Russ you will be, well. and some <laughs> comics can. Russ made sure that you get paid... That would take a lot well, of papering. They would have to give a lot of free drinks away for me to fill a stadium. <laughs> They're like, Joe, we've papered 99.9%. Where do you live these days? Where are you living? Weehawk in New Jersey. We we well, that's roommates or by yourself? By myself. That's nice. you'll seduce you. I mean, you're going to look it. me straight in the eye, Mackie, and mm-hmm. tell me that you think Aziz's jokes and your jokes, that his are any better than yours? Oh, 
that's not what I mean. I, there's no, definitely, that, but, but, there's definitely some some luck and some television success, which is earned for, for, for Aziz, that have well, gotten because they put fans. a camera on him and they left it there for long enough. That but people he's, start to... <laughs> he's also written and learned to act, and you know he's, he deserves some credit for that. Hey, he it's like a better scenario. Yeah. A thousand people rush a door, two are going to get through, and that's life. <laughs> I like when Dan gets angry about okay. stuff. It makes me happy. Uh, fucking Maggie's fucking better than, than Aziz, I think. I think How's so, that? too. How's well, I, that, motherfucker? I don't feel comfortable having this discussion in case he ever wants another opener. <laughs> and by the way, uh, he'll never hear this. Oh, uh, yeah. No offense, Jessica. I don't, no, no, take him. You don't have to and worry. This isn't what, to if say Je- what if Jessica's mom has loose lips? <laughs> this isn't to say Aziz is bad. It's just to say that we're all we're all killing. Yeah. Right, but we are the everybody's killing. Well, I think that also has to do with the comedy cellar itself. And the lore of the comedy cellar is almost like, um, you know, when you come here, you're expecting to see the best. So you are going to maybe compete on the same level. Yeah, yeah. Dan, have you had it? Well, I I was going to grab something to eat with Mani. All right. All right, we can call it We've a night. We've got it guess. over an hour. I, I, I like, yeah, I know. I just, I like when everybody leaves and then uh, I'm the only one left over. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I, um, no, I got to just let me just say, thank you so much for coming, Joe. Thank you so much for being part of my 200th podcast that no one's ever heard. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me, Danny. Thank, thank you for being my co-host. Been a good friend for many years, Greg Rogel. Thank you so much for coming. We had Rachel Feinstein. Rachel Feinstein. Mateo Lane. Who else? Was uh, Val was Val here. Greg right. on. Eve. I'm going Russ, on in five minutes. A oh, special I'll thanks to Russ Maneve because yeah, he never does podcast. Continue. Yeah, no, he does. He did mine because we talked about. Well, him, mostly, uh, just in what, what he did for the comics. We talking about who? No. Today, we were talking about Russ Maneve at the time. Because oh. remember, he, uh, you know, he, he got you your higher pay many years ago. You, you know that story? No. Yeah, him and Ted. Ted yeah. Alexander. Russ Maneve, he went up uh, in a, a very uphill battle and had a meeting with all the owners of the clubs and said, we need higher pay. Oh, that, that right, right, right. The Comedy Coalition, right. Yeah. You, I were, don't know. you were like nine. Yeah, then, you were I just think. a yeah. child. You would have no idea what Russ did for you. I couldn't even grow a beard this good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Passover. You were just a, you have no idea what the Lord did for yes. you. <laughs> My God. Well, you used to do a great Charleston Heston Charleston impression. Heston, of course. Doing a, a commercial. And, and it used to kill in the 80s, still again doing a character old. from the 50s. I know. I've never done anything that wasn't 30 years but old. But you did, you did a commercial with Charlton Heston and, and like Preparation Age? or Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol. Haven't my, my people God. suffered right. <laughs> Haven't my people suffered enough. <laughs> and now no one knows who Charlton Heston is. Oh, I mean, but he's no my favorite one. actor. For real? I, I'm i a huge Planet of the Apes fan. Oh, I like a weird sci-fi. He's done a ton of weird sci-fi. Soylent yeah. Green, The Omega Man. It goes, the list goes on. Soylent Green is People. He came to speak at my college Shut when up. I was yes, and I waited outside the auditorium to meet him. The speech was about persistence. It was snowing. I waited like an hour before he came out, and I was like, "Well, can I have your autograph?" And he's like, "No, Get no, no, your no, no, filthy paws off of <laughs> you, damn you dirty damn. Joe." You, you would have wished he said that. He's like, he's like, I was like, I was like, "Can I have your autograph?" He's like, "No, no, no, I'm not doing any of that." And I'm like, "I waited an hour. Your speech was about persistence." He's like, "I see what you're trying to do." <laughs> what invitation is and that? Got, Where what, where's school at? Pittsburgh, Penn State. Oh, oh, Penn State. Yep, yep. He spoke there. He spoke there. He, he went good, to Northwestern, I think. Uh, that's where he went to school. But um, that's also where he got the line. He, Get I, your paws off of me, you <laughs> damn dirty, dirty coach. Abe. Um, they finally did it. I, I they didn't blew get it up. To, you maniacs! <laughs> Damn you to hell! <laughs> I, 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 that last scene, I used to do the whole thing like, 
Well, doctor, I'd like to kiss you goodbye. <laughs> All right, but you're so damn ugly. I can also do the little ape, too. Like, where will you go? I must say, this is inexcusable. The hippie ape. Uh, while Sean was playing a little ape. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Inconceivable. He was hilarious on SNL in the ni- oh, early oh, so 90s. So I went to that show. Oh, really? When he was wow. there because Dave and Sarah, David Tell and Sarah Silverman were on that show. So I went because they knew I worshipped him. So I went to that show. I got pictures from that show. Wow. Because uh, I mean, they were all he dressed got the as- autograph. You didn't get the autograph. <laughs> I'm jealous. I didn't get an autograph because I, did, I didn't care. I just took pictures with that. They were, everybody was dressed as apes. So I got pictures of Dave and Sarah dressed as apes and Chris Farley and uh, everybody like dressed. They were all dressed as apes. And then I got the best picture of the whole world of David Tell was so miserable the whole day because he's in the makeup. He's miserable anyway, right? He's in the ape makeup, and I got a picture of him with a half-off eating a sandwich in the commissary. <laughs> it's amazing. All by himself. So sad and lonely. It's the best picture. It's a telling picture. My God. You know, I got Maneev is getting impatient. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Go Everybody, on. thank you so much. The 200th podcast, I think it was unbelievable. Greg, thank you so much. Joe, you're amazing, and good luck tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Thanks for being in the pool. Thanks for being a good friend. Go check out Norseman. You're going to love it. Oh, okay. Russ, thank you so much. And here we are again alone, and uh, this is the way we like the podcast. (laughs) The Nightfly, everybody. No, seriously, we'll see you next week when we do our 201st podcast on The Nightfly. But from the Comedy Center, I thank Gnome. I thank Steve. I thank everybody who put this together and made me have a wonderful something to do, something to talk about, 200 podcast here at the Comedy Center. And I'll see you next week when my guest, I think, will be uh, David Cat at the Carney Awards. The usual yearly now Carney Awards, which will be airing, I think, on November 20th. Anyway, everybody, we'll see you next time on The Nightfly with Dave Juskow. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.